Welcome to the LitFest podcast brought to you by Title No Title, a free monthly podcast where we discuss and delight in the Australian literary festival landscape, featuring conversations with writers, readers and festival lovers. Today we are featuring an interview we did with Tam Zimmet from Broadside. Feminist Ideas Festival. Yep, new Feminist Ideas Festival from the Wheeler Centre, and it runs this next weekend, yeah. 9th and 10th of November. Fresh. It is fresh at the Melbourne Town Hall, and it will present two days of unabashedly feminist programming. They are. They have no bashed. No bash. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll be bashing. Although we were talking about what broadside means, and it's kind of a a verbal attack. Yes. I mean, don't give too much away, but... Yeah, maybe there will be bashing. (laughs) Yeah, but only verbal. Yes. Metaphorical. 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 Um, Some some simile. But all in all, it's about smart, funny people sharing their expertise and their stories. Uh, And this is an interview with Tam... She was very gracious. Yeah. Very gracious to sit down with us. She only had a short period of time, Mm. which is why it may sound like we're we're just... We're pushing along. It's a whirlwind. Whirlwind. She's in the middle of Prod Week, so uh, we were delighted that she she had the time to spend with us, and uh, she is delightful. So we hope you enjoy. And get your tickets if it's not sold out. Thank you, Tam. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Um, so we wanted to start by asking a really pragmatic question, which is, what is the name of our broadside? Yeah, sure. Because I, I come up like I was just saying, I'm a printer. Yes. It's a print term as It well. is a print yes, term. Yes, I wasn't I'm, sure. I'm so glad you know. Yeah, because yeah, no. yeah, that was the first thing I thought when that, when, I did not. when the email, no, yeah. when the email landed from the Wheeler Centre introducing Broadside, mm. I immediately went, oh, Broadside! Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, and my brain went straight to, hello, my baby. She's such a broad. Yeah, it's, it's like a mouthy so broad. So you can yeah. some light on that, that yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's really funny because it's a name that everybody obviously comes at it um, with a very yeah, different opinion, yes, different yes. experience. So a broadside is kind of like a considered verbal attack from one side. Yeah. It is also, like you said, it's a printing term. So yeah. broadsides were used as like proclamations yeah. to tell people news, to tell people messages. Yeah. Um, and because we have an unapologetically feminist agenda mm-hmm. and definitely have our own message, which yeah. is that the patriarchy has it coming, yeah. um, there's also that. It's also a nod to all the mouth broads out there as yeah. well um, of which there are many and we adore yeah. them yeah and so reclaimed broad as well. yes yeah, yeah exactly yeah. which i think has been going but there's broad yeah. city there's yeah. a, it's been yeah. around for a really long time i think it's yeah a playful nod to that too yeah. so we were both right we were both yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> double <laughs> point <laughs> so where did the initiative come from is it your initiative was it a wheeler center initiative where did yeah, so I've been really, really lucky. I actually worked at the Wheeler Centre many years ago. I was a publicist here for four and a half years, yeah. um, actually almost four years ago. So yeah. this is funny thing of being in and out for pretty much the same yeah. time. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, gold medalist Wheeler Centre employee. Um, but it's something that I've been thinking about for a really long time. Uh, and there is no better place to do this kind of public programming than the Wheeler Centre. Yeah. I have been living in Sydney for the last few years um, and have kind of always been looking at like what the Wheeler Centre is doing. Mm-hmm. I know they're really into ambitious, smart, 
feminist programming. They already have that and it's kind of about growing on that as well. Making in Melbourne is a very specific thing. Uh, Melbourne has an amazing, vibrant history of feminist organising and, um, and activism. And so Broadside very much sits within that. So I pitched it to them at the end of last year. Yeah, pretty much actually a year ago, which is crazy, yeah. <laughs> uh, considering that, yeah, it was just an idea that we were kind of bouncing around and yeah. now there are flags on the street yeah, um, and this extraordinary lineup of people coming together from yeah. all over the world. So, so it's, yeah. to clarify, mm-hmm. is Tam's initiative? It's your initiative. It is definitely a team effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's not like the Wheel Centre approached you and said, hey, you've been working for Sydney Writers Festival for the past three years or whatever it was, come to this. You did, you did kind of... Yeah, well, the wheels. Thank you. The wheels and it's also done um, uh, two different festivals. They had it in Terrabang, and they also had the festival questions. And so I knew that they were looking for like the next iteration. But uh, the head of programming, Helen Withicombe, and I had kind of been talking about what that could look like for a while. Um, And then it was like, there's an idea. There was was a time exactly. And um, the programming team and the extended team here have been incredibly welcoming. It's such a special place to be able to make work. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also it's really lovely because, you know, there's the Feminist Writers Festival in Melbourne, mm. there's the Stella yes. Prize, Victorian Women's Trust, mm. but the proliferation of these kind of things doesn't mean that, mm. you know, that it's finished or exhausted. It means no. there's an audience yeah. and Melbourne people come out for smart That's feminist right. programming. Yeah. yeah. What I always want to know mm. is how do you reach kind of your hit list of the program? So yeah. when you knew that you wanted to do this and yeah. you're talking and you're in development, do you reach out to, do you have like a list of people you think mm. these, these are the women that I want, yeah. these are the people mm. that I want? Definitely. Want. How did you go about that? Mm. So, yeah, anyone who is lucky enough to have one of these jobs in mm. programming for public mm. conversation, which is a very extraordinary and lucky position mm. to be in, has an extensive wish list. <laughs> Mine's in my notes on my phone, also in my diary. <laughs> and I think yeah. there are, yeah, you'll see probably yeah. around my desk, like a sorted post-it notes and there's just yeah, crap like everywhere. Yeah, full of faces. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, there was a receipt in my handbag for a while that was like, yeah, like Monica Lewinsky. It's like everyone has the same. Um, But yeah, and so it's a really kind of considered way to do it. So obviously you start with your dream list um, and then you are methodically working your way through. You're introducing yourself. Some of the people I've been lucky enough to work with before, um, like Fatima Bhutto and Aminashi So, and so I knew them a little bit as well, which has been really, really lovely to welcome them back. But otherwise it is approaching people personally or through their agents, through their publishers. Sometimes it's a multi-pronged approach. Um, You'll be coming at, yeah, all sides. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and also it's, you know, there are people who many people have invited to Australia multiple times. Eddie yeah. Smith hasn't been back here I in twenty years. years. Yeah, since like that since that would be White Teeth. Yeah, she was here when she was I think I guess twenty four with her yeah. debut, which was White Teeth, yeah. and she hasn't been back. Wow. Um, but yeah, it is not um, a bizarre uh, brainwave that I had. It is the um, she has been fielding invitations um, from Australia for a really yeah. long time, and sometimes oh, you just get so really great. lucky. Yeah. Um, but I will say as well that the people... Jamila was really happy would be like, no, you didn't just get lucky. Oh, yeah, exactly. That, <laughs> that, yeah, that's very true. I have to remember not just lucky. Yeah. Well, that's a really yeah. nice thing about it because the responses were overwhelmingly really positive really, really quickly yeah. um, that people saw what we were trying to do and really believed in it. That's right. Um, yeah. And those were the kind... Usually you just kind of get a very simple yes or no, mm. um, but we got really enthusiastic responses mm. of like, this is the perfect time. Mm. I want to be there. I will make mm. it work. 
Um, these people are incredibly busy. They're academics or writers. They have families and lives. Um, they're activists. They are all over the world doing very, very important hard work and they've taken the time to come here. So we are infinitely grateful. Yeah, that's amazing. Let's talk about feminism. Let's talk about the Yeah. Just for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> so you said there is no single way to be a woman mm-hmm. or there's no single way to be a feminist. Yeah. So how is the Feminist Studies Festival? How is it feminist? How is it feminist? Yeah, because like, I feel like writers' festivals, which are starting to come around to the ideas, but focusing mm-hmm. more on ideas than writing yeah. as a very specific thing mm-hmm. now, it's quite well populated with women. Yes. As a moment. As, as, as a moment, definitely. So yeah, how, how is this a, a feminist ideas yeah. festival? There is not a, sp- a specific way to talk about feminism, obviously, mm-hmm. and something that we've really tried to explore in the programming, like in terms of the lineup um, and as well as the topics, is this kind of diversity of experience, diversity mm-hmm. of knowledge as well. Um, it's about smart, funny people coming together mm-hmm. to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the festival, we'll talk about the intersection of race and feminism. We're talking mm-hmm. about capitalism and feminism. Mm-hmm. Who has the right to speak? truth-telling also there are sessions that are not i guess from in the event copy explicitly feminist but you're talking mm-hmm. you'll hear from helen garner on saturday morning mm-hmm. about how she developed her voice mm-hmm. and also made herself a writer it's yeah it's something that's, it's been really really interesting especially when people talk about like what's the difference between mm-hmm. a feminist festival and a writer's festival mm-hmm. and i don't see it as siloed as that mm-hmm. and i think like the kind of meaty, nuanced conversations are what makes it so interesting. Yeah, I love that. It's kind yeah. of like when you read a novel from a different reading. So when you first start to learn about, you know, literature and things like that, when you like at school or university, yeah. they do a gender reading or this or do it. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, you're on a different yeah, different lens. And so when you can intersect those, yeah. That's when it becomes more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not just saying, we're just talking about feminism. Yeah. All of the elements that intersect with that and how it exists Mm. in all those other planes. Yeah. And I think with any social, like feminism is only one of them, with any social movement, the writers and the people with the ideas are the ones driving that. Definitely. Always. Yeah, and in in really different and very personal and specific ways. it's funny to hear yourself quoted back, but yeah, <laughs> when, um, when it's yeah, when there's no there's no single way to be a woman or a feminist, no, um, no, yeah, in this yeah. world, that's kind of I exactly what I'm trying to say. Amy, that was Amy. Oh. She said it in the car. <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. Amy said, I was like, no, no, Amy's Amy's so because there's no single way to be a feminist, there's no single way to be a woman. I was like, oh, that's good. Oh, my God, take it. Put it on. She's like, oh, that's Sam's life. I was like, wow, this is going well. You know what? We'll we'll both take it. We'll put it on the stubby holder. We'll make money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe that you delivered it with... Much better than I did. Yeah. So Melbourne audiences are willing and ready to come to a a festival ideas or something that is pushing the envelope. Definitely. When you are thinking about the program that you talk about, which is big thinkers talking about big issues, who is coming and what do you hope that they get out of it, I suppose? Because some of the people will be nodding. Lots of I hope they're louder than the mmms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, that the Wheeler Centre already has this um, yeah. incredibly engaged audience and feminist audience, which includes men, non-binary people yeah. as well, obviously. Yeah. So I hope that, like, that those people come out, and I hope that there are new people yeah. that come out. You know, that's the that's the dream for any kind of mm. programmer is yeah, constantly kind of reinventing yeah. who the audience is, as well as looking after your people that already yeah. exist. Yeah. But I think that a really important part of Broadside is that I don't want it to be contained to the conversation on the stage. Yeah. I want the audience to also 
have that conversation. We've made a space downstairs at Melbourne Town Hall called Club Skunk, which is named after the queer bar in 10 Things I Hate About You, which started as a, which started as a joke name because I loved it so much. And there was a period where I was trying to convince everybody we should call the entire festival Club Skunk. Um, but we thought that apparently, yeah, I don't know how it would look on a bill. I think it would look great on a flag. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little bit too inside baseball, but that's Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, I know if I don't say anything mm. about the bar and everyone will just start calling it that mm. then people might just leave it and yeah. that's kind of what happened <laughs> yeah. so every time it comes it's up I'm like it's, it's exactly and I branded it yeah and I was writing stuff like like capital letter small like it was ridiculous yeah, was anyway tell me like the S was one of those it was a dollar sign because it was such a joke yeah yeah because I thought it might be one of those infinity S's that we were used to make Oh my god, oh, the, the one, two, three, one, see you etch into your desk. I forgot next about those. Next, next time. Is it an eight? Yes. So at the moment I'm rereading Aileen Morton Robinson's Talking Out for the White Woman. I read yes. it when I was at uni. Yeah. Um, and so that's part of the program. She's part of the program. Yeah. So she's doing um, World of Difference, which is about mm-hmm. feminism, um, decolonizing feminism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously when we talk about decolonizing feminism, it's a very intentional practice led by uh, led by um, Indigenous women. Yes. And she wrote that book 20 that's years ago. Um, and she has kind of been at the forefront of this. Yeah. For for in her entire career. Yeah. Um and it was also Australia's first feminist text published from an indigenous woman's standpoint, mm. which is wild to think that it was only twenty years ago. Um so <laughs> yeah. wild, wild word for yeah. 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 Um yeah. it is, you know, an incredibly Australian thing that, that mm. has happened, but she uh is an extraordinary intellect. I'm mm. so I she was not actually the person that when she responded very quickly and said yes. Mm. Could not believe it. Yeah, I, I really, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Like, I mean, ladies, this is exactly. And I have also just read Girl, Woman, Other, which was yeah. the yes. Chrome Prize by Bernadette yeah. Andrews, which was really beautiful, and I had such a wonderful time reading it. I've been mean, dabbling into or going back to uh, Judy Tolentino's Trick Mirror, yeah. which, if you haven't read yet, it's a collection of, of essays. Um, yeah, most of them are new. Gia is, just has the most. She's been described by Rebecca Solnit as the best young essayist at work in the United she's, States. Yeah, it, she's, it's, she's beautiful. Right? It, it's mind-meltingly good yeah. because it's everything from kind of weddings to like the commodification of like feminism. Yeah. There is everything in there. Um, so I'm so excited. She's doing an up late at Club Skunk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I hope you have Club Skunk. Up late at Club Skunk. Yeah. Her and Aminatri are going to be talking to um, Jan Fran after the gala. Yeah. Oh, on Saturday fantastic. Night. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. I love that it's kind of like the um, up late at the comedy festival that mm. they do. Yeah. Mm. Have right mm. after all of the official things that yeah. have a combination of everyone is at the festival. Yeah, and she has Gia, Gia's book, it's her debut, and mm. it went to like number two on the oh, Times, yeah, and yeah. she's just kind of, you know, rightfully exploited. She's so clever, and mm. yeah, it was really important to us that we made that event. All of the ticket mm. prices are accessible. Yes. Um, we've really worked hard at that. There are community tickets, there are free tickets for First Nations. There's also our team day, which yeah. is on Friday, um, yeah. which is a fully free day for, mm. there are going to be more than 100 young women and gender non-conforming kids coming to the Wheeler Centre next yeah, yeah. Friday yeah. Um, for talks and workshops. Yeah. Um, so we're looking after all that, which will be our um, teen day programmer, 
Beck Kavanagh has oh, done such a great job. It's one of those things that I wish, I, like, a teenagers are always the most interesting people in the room. Yes, yeah, and yeah, she's so powerful too. And they ask the questions that so we often yeah. ask. Yeah, you know, we're thinking of it because we're yeah. we're in our own lane, mm-hmm. or we're in our own bubble, and then when you get people like yeah. that, the teens, they ask questions. You go, like, oh my god, I hadn't yeah. even. That is a really good question, yeah. and I want to know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you also find that access to empathy is very different to yeah. ours. Mm-hmm. It kind of hasn't been. Hardened mm. out, yes. Um, yeah. And this is it hasn't been conditioned exactly, yeah. and it's also really nice because these mm. um, all the people who are coming elected to come themselves, yes. Um, so they want to be there, and they're going to mm. have a really, really amazing day. Yeah. And they also will get free tickets to come to the weekend yeah. as well. Amazing. So we don't yeah. see it as a separate thing. It's it's a free yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for coming. This is been, I'm so excited. It's a week away. So um, yeah. Yeah. The mild internal panic seems to be slowly dissipating and now i'm just really excited so it's really nice to talk about it yeah guys thank you amazing pleasure